0: we give you all the praise, we give you all the worship, we give you all the honor, we give you all the adoration, bless your holy name, for bringing us into your presence, may you minister your word of life unto us in a special way in Jesus Christ's name, somebody shout a big amen, hallelujah, put your hands together for the Lord, can you take your Bibles everybody and say this is my Bible, it contains the word of God, now you must have a, you must form a habit of coming to church with a Bible it's very important if you were not doing that let's now come to church with a Bible and a notebook amen it's very important uh, okay so this is my Bible contains the word of God I am what it says I am I can do what it says I can do I'm about to receive the rich unfailing and grafted word of God which is able to save my soul and give me an inheritance in the kingdom of God. My life will never be the same. Never, never the same. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Can you take your seed and slap somebody and say, God is good. Turn that person God is gracious. Amen. We are in our month of dealing with limitations. May Every limitation be dealt with by the close of the month, whatever stood against you may bow before you. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said, May every limitation bow before you, may every mountain be leveled, valley be exalted, crooked path be made straight, rough places be smoothing, the highway of the Lord be created, and the glory of the Lord be seen and be revealed in your life. In Jesus Christ's name, somebody shout a big amen. And uh, as we are dealing with limitations, we're for midweeks, we're dealing with dealing with strongholds, spiritual strongholds. Somebody say spiritual strongholds. Now, the word stronghold can be broken into two, strong and hold and uh, Therefore, a stronghold means any wrong lifestyle, habit, and attitude which has become a part of a person and holds him or her strongly under its control. It causes the thoughts of the persons. I mean, the person's thoughts are affected heavily and influenced to dance solely to the tune of Satan until something is done about it. So a stronghold just means a wrong lifestyle, a wrong habit, a wrong attitude which has become part of a person and holds him or her strongly under its control so anything that holds you strongly under its control that you cannot liberate yourself from it even though sometimes you may want to you must know that there's a stronghold that is at play in your life and oftentimes a, a stronghold is a result of what you have been listening to whatever you listen to whoever you listen to has an influence in your life. Remember in John 1, 12, he says that as many as received him, to those who believed in him, he gave them the power to become. Now, in Romans chapter 6, verse 16 to 23, which we'll have to read through very quickly, the Bible says that, Know you not that to whom you yield your servants, yourselves servants obey, yeah, that's it. His servants, you are to whom you obey. So, whoever you yield yourself to obey, you become their servant. Whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. Continue, please. 17. But God be thanked that you were the servants of sin, but you have obeyed from the heart of that form of doctrine which was delivered you. So you can be a servant of sin. Being then made free from sin, you became servant of righteousness. It means that you can become servants of sin or servants of righteousness. From today, may you be a servant of righteousness. And servant of sin means that you will serve sin. Sin influences and controls you on a daily basis. 19. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. That means limitation. For as you have yielded your member servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity even so now yield your member servants to righteousness unto holiness. Amen. For when you were the servants of sin you were free from righteousness. That means that those who are servants of sin do not operate in righteousness. What fruits had ye then in the thing in those things whereof you are now ashamed. For the end of those things is death. That means that 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 when you yield yourself unto sin, it leads unto death. But now, being made free from sin, and become servants to God, you have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. Then he goes on to say, uh, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. So what he's trying to say here is that what wh- whoever you obey or you you open yourself to obey you become a servant to the person now the origin of stronghold dates back to the fall of man in genesis chapter 3 verse 1 to 6 in the garden of eden when man yielded to the lies of satan and disobeyed god and the strategy of the devil was number one to sow doubt someone say doubt yeah when he sowed doubt the doubt made him to be deceived. So somebody, for somebody to get you first, he sows doubt. The doubt leads to deception. Then, when you are deceived, you disobey. The three Ds: doubt, deceived, disobey, and then you are cut off. That is what he did. Let's quickly look at it. The serpent was more subtle. The word "subtle" means cunning. Than, watch it. Than what? any beast of the field, underline beast, someone say beast. So the, any, the devil now has been reduced into a beast form, was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, has God said you shall not eat of the tree of the of the garden? He definitely knew that God had said, but he said, has God said. And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of, of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Now, look at the serpent's response. The woman, serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. God has given a commandment that don't touch it. Then he comes, the way the devil comes in to destroy you and to bring about a stronghold in your life is that first he comes with the doubt, as God said. And Meanwhile, he knew very well that God has said. Then he comes to replace the word of God by saying, when you eat it, you shall not die. But then what will happen to you? Verse 5. So, he is now trying to make himself as God to them. Because God is the one giving instructions. So, he is giving them a counter-instruction. When somebody gives to you a counter-instruction, a, an instruction contrary to what your boss is giving to you the person is trying to make himself your boss replacing your boss are you following me good he said for God knows that in the day you eat of it then your eyes shall be open and you shall be as God's knowing good and evil but already they were God's because according to some areas is this 82 verse 6 he says all you are as God's is that right good, put it there, put it 82 6, let's write the scripture Psalm 82 verse 6 I have said, you are God and all of you are children of the most high are you getting me, so a child of a dog is a dog, the child of a goat is a goat, the child of God is of God, he has God. God. God to him. so it is not the eating of, the, of that tree that will make him God are you following me good but the devil wanted man to disobey God so first he saw he he saw doubts and tried to what to deceive him to be deceived means to make to be made to believe something which is not true to be true okay let's go back to the scripture now after deceiving him now all this while you realize that the devil had not told him to eat it but the only thing is that he was seducing him is that right Suggesting, someone says suggesting the devil tries to deceive us by suggestions, amen. Yeah, when you go and sometimes you pass some of the places where the ladies wear, you see them, they wear suggestive dresses. Are you getting me? Yeah, so what it was trying to say is that I'm available, even though they have not opened their mouths. So there is something known as implied speaking. And that is how the devil operates. He uses implied speaking. There is something that he's saying, yet he's not saying, yet he's saying. Amen? Yeah. There are a lot of men, when they are interested in a woman, they may be saying that I like you, but they've not opened their mouth. But by the things they say, your face looks like this, your hair is like this, why don't you change it this way? Why, if you wear this color, I like it. Why this, this, that Impliedly, they are saying I like you, but they have not been bold enough to say, I like you, or I love you. I'm interested in you. Are you following what I'm okay? Bible says, and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, so what did they what she did was he He introduced the tree (laughs) to the woman. And when she saw that the tree number one was good for food two, pleasant to the eyes and three, a tree to be desired to make one wife, she took of the fruits and did it. And also gave to her husband with her and he did it. The same temptation that the first Adam went through, the second Adam also went through it. The difference is the knowledge of the word of God. The second Adam also, after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, what did he need? Food. But what did Jesus say? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceed from the mouth of God. So the proceeding word, you must know the proceeding word. Is that not it? Good. What was the second temptation? Yes, he took him where? To a high mountain. And showed him all the nice things. So when he saw that the things was pleasant to the eyes, he also said, "Pleasant to the eyes." Is that right? Yeah. Good for food, pleasant to the eyes. And three, a tree to be desired to make one. He said, "Now, he showed him. He took him to a pinnacle. Is that right?" Throw yourself down. And angels will hold you. Wisdom. Then he said, Satan, get away from me. We are not supposed to bow down to you. Every time, you see, every time Satan said something, Jesus had the corresponding word. When the first Adam was confronted, that's in the garden, he didn't reply with the word of God. So, when you are empty of the word, Satan will easily deceive you. And that's the reason why it's very important. Now, when Satan comes, remember that we say that the any Satan is like what is like a he was more subtle the serpent was was more subtle more than any beast of the field it means that by his behavior he had been reduced to a beast somebody say a beast okay now jump to verse 14 and 19 we are still in Genesis The Lord God said unto the serpent, that is when they they sinned, and God started pronouncing the penalties. He said unto the serpent, because you have done this thing, because he was the one who initiated the whole thing. First, he went to Adam and he said, Adam, where are you? He said, I was afraid. It means that when you do the wrong thing against somebody, you'll be afraid of him. And the first time that fear came into the vocabulary of man, was sin, and he said, Have you eaten of the tree? And as he asked him, he said, That the woman you gave to be with me it means that God, me, I didn't ask for a woman, you gave it to me. The woman you gave to be with me, see, this is where instead of uh, taking responsibility for your action and asking for this he started exchanging words. And anytime you don't accept your fault and you start exchanging words, then it means that you have become rebellious. And rebellious people cannot hang around God. Are you going to tell me? Yeah, because the Bible says rebellion is as a sin of witchcraft. And the Bible continues to say that suffer not a witch to live. One of the signs, listen, the reason why man got into trouble. If you look at Jesus, the Bible said one of the cardinal things Jesus did that made him successful and liked by his father on earth was that he was always obedient, somebody say obedient. Pastor, are you here with me? Your mind is going somewhere. He was obedient, somebody said obedient. Yeah, so obedience to an authority figure is important. Man was disobedient, and the Bible says, The Lord God said unto the serpent who initiated the whole thing, because you have done this thing, you are cursed above every cattle and above every beast of the field upon your belly you shall go dust you shall eat all the days of your so he had been given a right mandated to eat of the dust what must say dust verse 19 when man said, remember that in Genesis chapter 2 verse 7 the Bible says that God created man from there Dust of the world. Someone say dust. Okay. Now go to Genesis 2 before we come here. So that you can understand what I'm saying. Genesis 2, 7, I believe. The Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. So the flesh part of man came from the dust. Is that right? That's the reason why when a human being dies, he and they bury me, it gets reduced to the dust. Go to the verse 19 and I'll I'll prove that. The Lord when he was speaking to man, he said that in the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread till you return unto the ground. Is that not what we are going through? Everybody, no matter your level (laughs) in life, (laughs) rich or poor, you still sweat. In the sweat of your face shall you eat bread till you return unto the ground. For out of it you were taken, for dust thou art and unto dust, thou shall what? Return. So he realized that the flesh part of man was greater from where? The dust. And the devil or the serpent had been given the right to feed on that dust. Do you remember that Jesus said, the prince of this world, Satan, cometh, but he has nothing in me. It means that if there is so, so your 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 flesh is like the earth or a ground, a soil. Is that right? If there is a seed in the soil, that amokuah, Do you know what squirrels like? They will come and eat it. If there's nothing in that soil that they like, they they won't come there. So if there is something in your life that the devil likes, he will come there and eat it. Is that right? Uh huh. So whatever you saw in your life that the devil likes, the devil comes to anoint you and so your life becomes a substrate level it becomes a place for the enemy to come and dwell because he likes what he has seen in you so when you begin to operate in the works of the flesh as is found in Galatians chapter 5 verse number 19 if I want to start from the 16 it says that walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the last of the flesh so the antidote mr Shaw, the antidote against operating in the works of the flesh is to walk in the spirit to walk in the spirit means to walk in the light of the word of god is that right and he said the last the flesh lasts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these are the one contrary one to another so that you cannot do the things that you would okay but if you be led of the spirit you are not under the law. May you be led of the Spirit. To be led of the Spirit means to be ruled by the Spirit. Then he begins to say, "Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these: adultery, some say adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, and then idolatry, witchcraft, hatred." You know that a lot of times, we see witchcraft as being something spiritual, but we don't see we don't we don't see variance. Eh? as being spiritual <laughs> and we don't see wrath as being spiritual and we don't see seditious as being spiritual and we don't see strife as being spiritual but all these, all these words, when you practice them, Satan now comes to take over and anoints you to the extent that you, you, you can become helpless and that is what you begin to walk in. Are you, are you getting me? So, when Satan gets a hold over these things, envies, madness, drunkenness, when Satan gets a hold on you, now then the thing becomes known as a stronghold. So, when you wake up in the morning, your last five cities, you go to the because there's a stronghold, something compelling you to do it, you go to Agba. Are you getting me? And then envy. Envy is a spirit. Do you know that when the spirit of envy got hold of Cain? What did he do? He killed his brother. You have to be careful that somebody doesn't envy you. Anytime somebody envies you, he wants you out of his way. Envy always kills. That's the reason why it is not very wise to show your treasures to everybody. Because not everybody will celebrate with you. And not everybody who is smiling with you is smiling in their hearts. Not even everybody who speaks, who speaks words of commendation to you is speaking commendation in his heart. Am I talking to somebody here? Yeah. Envy. madness, Drunkenness. Revelings and such like. And Paul said, of which I tell you before and I've told you in time past, they who do such things, shall not inherit the kingdom of God. So watch it. If you are manifesting any of those things, Satan comes to take over that. And it will become a stronghold. That is why Paul said in Romans chapter 7, all through the latter part, he said that the good things I want to do, I'm not able to do. But the bad things I don't want to do, I find myself doing. Oh, wretched man that I am. But thanks be to God that through Christ Jesus, So deliverance comes, and then Romans chapter 8, verse 1 and 2, it says that there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of what sin and death. That means that there is a law of sin and death, but the only thing that overcomes the law of sin and death is the law of the spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, that when you allow it to manifest in your life, you overcome that Other than that, you become a Christian and you can live totally as an unbeliever. There are many Christians who live as total unbelievers. They will drink, they will smoke, they will manize, they will manize. There are Christians who are tongue-stalking, but they have got library of alcoholic drinks. They have got drinks. I know Christians who drink. They will speak in tongues, they will shout hallelujah. But library of drinks. They will shout Hallelujah but they've got three, four girlfriends and boyfriends. Yeah. And it's not a problem. It's not, it is not a problem to them at all. Because they have a lot of stronghold. And some of us too, we are actually coming from certain backgrounds. Are you getting me? Just as we inherit things genetically through our DNA. There's, there are certain things which are genotypic influences. Are you getting me? The way you talk, the way you walk, the way you do certain certain mannerisms, they are genotypes, things you have inherited. So spiritually too, we can inherit some things. But if there are things in your family that you know that they are not good, do not say that I become born again and that is it. Because some things are covenantal. And even though you are born again, your skin color is the same. Until you decide to bleach yourself. And even if you bleach yourself, you must do continual bleaching because your your the the, the the quantity of your melanin will always show up are you getting me uh-huh and so you have to do something drastic in fighting against that thing that is in your family other than that that thing will fight you whatever fought your grandfather your grandmother your your father you must know that it has a propensity of fighting you so you must also rise up with determination to say no. Someone shout no. You must say no. You must speak to that thing. Listen, how many of us know Bishop T.D. Jakes? Bishop T.D. Jakes' father, eh, when he reached the prime of his life, somewhere in the mid-40s, something happened. He, he was rich. He was doing very well. Doing some very good business. Then all of a sudden, he found that something struck him and he died. When Bishop T.D. Jakes' Got to about that kind of age. The same thing that fought his father. He realized that it has begun to rear its head. And so now he had to take over. And start praying some prayers. And taking certain measures to be able to overcome it. So much as there's transference of genes. According to first Mendelian law. It says that genes are transferred from one generation to another without any alteration unless there's a mutation. Unless you undertake a spiritual mutation, something that has been fighting the family line, is a stronghold that can fight you. And you must rise up and fight it. There are things that are cyclical. Every year it comes at a certain time. Every five years it comes at a certain time. Every ten years it comes at a certain time. Every certain number of years, certain deaths, or certain tragedies, or certain negativities happen in the family. And you must rise up. The reason why you have come to know Christ is so that you will rise up against those strongholds and in the might of God, in the power of God, and according to Revelation twelve ten, and and overcame the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony you overcome it in Jesus' name. Can I have an amen? Hallelujah. May you overcome it. I think it verse 11 it's 11 you overcame me by the blood of the lamb by the blood of the lamb I said by the blood of the lamb may you overcome amen, amen. so now what is that remember Genesis 319 he said that Satan was given the right to eat of the dust someone said dust so what is the dust here the dust in scripture here means weaknesses Somebody say weaknesses it means that Satan has been given a right to feed on your weaknesses <laughs> that's the reason why when you are born you see the weaknesses before you became born again will be the same thing Satan will begin to work on or better hope you to destroy your life so if you had weaknesses with money watch it If your weaknesses with women or men, immorality, watch it. If your weaknesses with lying, envy, rebellion, hostility, whatever the weaknesses are, you've got to rise against it. Can I have an amen? Now, strongholds are the hiding places of Satan. First Samuel chapter 23 verse 19. Satan comes to hide there to fight you. First Samuel chapter 23 verse 19. Then came up the Zephi to Saul to Gibeah, saying, Doth not David hide himself with us in strongholds in the wood? David was hiding in the strongholds. Now, David here is not satanic, but just for illustration purpose, David was hiding in the stronghold. So, now, in like manner, evil forces also hide in strongholds. Are you getting me? So, certain weaknesses that are in your life you will have certain spirits come and hide there now when you jump to verse 29 you will find out that verse 29 and david went out from thence and dwelt in strongholds at where enjedi okay so it means that satan has strongholds strongholds are satan's dwelling place In the life of a man. Write it. Strongholds are Satan's dwelling place in the life of a man. Now write this one. All strongholds have strong men in control of them. All strongholds have strong men in control of them. Strongholds have strong men. Second Chronicles chapter 11 verse 11. In Second Chronicles 11:11, 11, 11, we see a natural illustration of how Rehoboam was strengthening his strongholds. and it tells us how Satan also fortifies the strongholds and sets captains or strong men in them with every provision to make them strong. And that explains why it is very difficult to deal with strongholds. Here, he said, he fortified, he, Rehoboam, fortified the strongholds and put captains in them. He put what? Captains or demons in them and store of victual and of oil and wine. Amen. So what he's trying to say here is that Satan, this is exactly what Satan does. He also fortifies his stronghold by putting captives or demons or spirits in them and fortifies them with whatever is needed to make the stronghold strong. He just puts it there and you become captive to it. Look at... So when you, when you look at families... There are families that have got strongholds. Strongholds that fight marriages. Strongholds that fight young men with great ideas who cannot push forward. Even though they have the ability to be able to do something, they cannot do it because there are forces, there are captains, stores of victuals of oil and wine. These forces have been fortified to be able to stand against you. But by the anointing, May every stronghold be pulled down. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said, by the anointing, may every stronghold be pulled down. Because the Bible says in Isaiah 54, 17, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up in judgment, it shall be condemned. May every work of the enemy be condemned. Oh, I said, may every work of the enemy be condemned. May they be overcome by the power of the Lord. In the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. Can I have an amen? Now in Romans chapter 8 verse number 5 to 8 the Bible says that for those who live according to the flesh they set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit on the things of the spirit. From today may you set your heart and affection on the things of the spirit. Verse 6 Verse 6 For to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Verse 7, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Oh, I like it. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God because there's a stronghold. But the good news is that the 2nd Corinthians chapter 10 verse 3 to 5 says, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Is that right? That means that even though we have a human, but we are not fighting against the flesh. Then it says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. It means that you have a weapon to be able to pull down the stronghold. It means that no matter how long the strongholds have been there, they will be pulled down. It means that no matter what has been fighting, your marriage they will be pulled down. It means that no matter what has been fighting your business, they'll be pulled down. It means that no matter what has been fighting your health, will be pulled down. Whatever has been fighting you by the anointing, by the power of the Holy Ghost, by the grace of God, they shall be pulled down in the name of the Lord Jesus. That's the reason why somebody would have suffered for. The, the Bible says that the woman who had an issue of blood, a woman had been bad for 38 years. And when he met Jesus, he said, Jesus said, by the anointing woman thou art loose. And the spirit that had made the woman to be bowed down, that spirit was lifted off and she got straightened up. May whatever is making you bow down and weigh you at your back, may that spirit be broken in Jesus name. May anything that is a yoke, that manipulates your life, manipulate your business, manipulate your education, manipulate your finances, manipulate your children. May their power be broken. Amen. That is why the Bible says in Isaiah 54, verse number 14, if you're a parent, the Bible says your children shall be taught of the Lord. May your children be taught of the Lord. Pray that your children will be taught because the enemy can teach your children things. Oh, secondary school, I tell you, went to form one there were some of the Form one guys who fell into the hands of some devilish fathers who taught them how to smoke who taught them how to, to to take in marijuana who taught them how to drink and for some of them we didn't know they were in those things a couple of months ago some of my old schoolmates came around I had not seen them for about 30 years And they were telling me about how some of them have turned into vegetables. People, very handsome guys, coming from extremely rich homes. But they fell into the wrong company. Today, any company that you are in which is not right, may the power of God break that loose. In the name of the Lord Jesus. May God give you a discerning eye. I said, may God give you a discerning eye. Ability to be able to see the realm of the spirit from today, anybody you are working with, you got to ask yourself, God, who is this person? Because I would say, no, we know man after the flesh. I said, no, we know man after the flesh. Ah, that pastor who after married, that wedding night, then the wife said, pastor, did you pray? Pastor, said, did you pray? He said, I was sent as a witch to come and kill you. I believe that the prayer of the man of God who prayed for them at the wedding was what neutralized the effect of what she was coming to do and she couldn't help it than to begin to confess. Today may anybody after your life, may they begin to confess. May their powers be destroyed. May they never be able to stand against you. In the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the son of the living God any evil hand stretch against you may that hand be crippled any evil eye set against you may that eye be blinded in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the son of the living God I see you blessed I see you favored I see you protected in Jesus name somebody shout out, receive it ah. there are spiritual forces of darkness behind every stronghold who fight God's purpose For a nation, for a city, for a tribe, for a people. So, there are strongholds that fight nations. There are strongholds that fight cities. There are strongholds that fight townships. There are strongholds that fight families. When you read Nahum, it talks about how strongholds have taken over families soul spirit witches have taken over families minus your family somebody are saying, minus your family some of you are not saying amen it means that may the witches come to your family <laughs> and uh, maybe may, may you be the first target yeah because when your prophet is saying may the may, may you be exempted from the witches you are not you don't know that i am i am speaking to free you from something you said I said in my head you don't say to, you must open your mouth and declare I receive it hallelujah yeah. yeah you see your blessing and your deliverance is in the mouth of your prophet that's why he say, believe in the Lord you'll be established but believe in your prophets and you shall what prosper prosperity yeah every change that will happen in your life will be through the mouth you see your blessing is always linked to somebody in life in life. As you go to school, you know nothing. But through the, the opening of the mouth of your teacher, you move from a state of being an ignoramus to becoming an intellectual. The difference between ignoramus and intellectualism are words from somebody who has been speaking and you believe it and you acted on it. Hallelujah. We are still working there as a second uh, Corinthians 10 3 verse 4. What did they say? I haven't got into my message at all. Oh. For the weapons of our welfare are not canal, but they are mighty through God to the what? Pulling down of strongholds. Now, how do you pull us on?